The Justin Robert Young program brought to you as always by everybody who supports us at payjurydaily.com. Hello, friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another edition of the Justin Robert Young Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young. Guys, uh, the time ticks ever closer that I will be fleeing the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. I'll be leaving on a jet plane from San Francisco International Airport. As I have many times, both domestic and abroad. But as I broke on Twitter yesterday, um, I I don't know how to say this in any way that isn't going to be jarring for many of you. Uh, as you guys know, uh my wife, Ashley, and I have, uh, for a very long time, you've been married for, for several years, uh, you know, we've, we've long, uh, you know, traveled together, but, but things are going to be a little bit different. Uh, uh, and that is, uh, this time when we travel, we're not going to be going to the United Club. We're not going to be going to the United Club. No. Uh, we have been going to the United Club for, uh, uh, six years now, six years. Uh, and as of last night, as of last night for our trip out of the country, we will not be crossing those lines. I will not be scanning my app. Uh, I will not be sidling up to the bar in uh, uh, either the new wing of Terminal 3 or the old location. We will not be getting our mimosas there. No, it's it's a big break. You know, uh, the the, the United Club has been a part of my travel experience for a very long time. I highly recommend that anybody who travels more than four times a year thinks about investing in it. Uh, I want to thank everybody who was so nice on Twitter last night. This is a, uh, you know, obviously a big moment for me. We talked about it a lot on this podcast as I made the decision to become non-monogamous with United Airlines. Well, that also meant that uh, it didn't make sense to have a United Airlines specific credit card. Because there's a lot of credit cards now that are are there for travel specifically. So if I wanted to apply those miles, the free miles to other airlines, I had to have one that wasn't just United. 
And also from flying more out of Oakland like I did down to Austin. And that was just the move that had to happen. So, yes, the United Club is no more. And I will raise a toast. I will think about all the good times I had in the United Club, all the layovers, all the canceled flights, all the times that I skipped gigantic lines when other people had other security problems or they had to uh, make sure that they rescheduled their flight. I just buggered off to the United Club and talked to a lady that had nobody in front of her. All the times that I got off flights and I poured myself a to-go cup of minestrone, waited for my bags in style. All the work I got done. Yes, I will think of all that as I toast the United Club. From the Centurion Club, the American Express cardholder specific club <laughs> for which I am now a member because there is no way, no way I'm going back. I can't go back. It's absolutely possible, impossible. There's no way that I am going to a world where I can go to the airport and not be somewhere with something in my favor. I need it, friends. I need it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, I got I got the, uh, uh, the 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 card that was recommended to me by listeners of this show when we were doing our United uh, Should I Stay or Should I Go with United uh, uh, conversations a few weeks ago. Uh, the Amex Platinum has a little bit of a higher annual fee, but you get a lot more out of it, um, including a priority pass, which gets you into a, a bunch of independent clubs. And also, priority, uh, uh, priority pass also apparently just gets you like a $200 bar tab at like random airport bars when there is no club at the airport including a few like at SFO, you can just roll up and it's just like, oh yeah, here, we're just going to pre-auth you for 200. There's a $200 bar tab, whatever what you want. So there's that news. Uh, all right. Uh, well, one other piece of business that I meant to get out yesterday and I need to get out uh, uh, now is that uh, when I am out of the country, which happens on Friday night, uh, there will be no podcasting from me. I've spent the last week going uh, to Austin to pre-record weird things to pre-record night attacks. Tonight's night attack will be the last live night attack until the beginning of June. This podcast obviously will keep going until uh, until until the end of the week. But there will be two weeks that I'm not going to be doing the show. So here's what's going to happen for two weeks. This show will be a little bit different. It will not be hosted by me. But it will be hosted by a son of Gloria Young. Yes, my brother, Eric Young, 
and his wife, my sister-in-law, Carolyn Young, have been talking about doing a podcast. They've been, uh, uh, and they've done a few different versions of it. It's called the Young Family Podcast. And I thought that this would be a great opportunity to uh, get them out to a bunch of uh, a bunch of you guys, folks who who dig what I do. So they are basically going to take over. It's going to be the same format, four days a week. Uh, it's about the same length, anywhere between you know twelve and twenty minutes each day. It will, you know, certainly be coming from a different perspective. You know, I'm a freewheeling uh, uh, urbanite uh, in my mid thirties. Uh, they are a little bit younger than I am, and now have two kids under three years old. So they are going to have met different life experiences, although, you know, maybe they're more or less like yours. So it'll be a fun little change of pace. But here's what I need from you guys. Uh, I I need for you guys to go ahead and write in whatever you want to jurydaily at gmail.com, jurydaily at gmail.com. And uh, 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 all bets are off, man. You can uh, you can ask anything. Ask embarrassing stories about me growing up. Uh, 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 ask about you know, raising kids. Tips about raising kids. Uh, they are are awesome. I think you guys are really, 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 really gonna like it. Uh, and hopefully by the end of it, everybody who's listening to this then also goes and subscribes to the Young Family Podcast. Uh, uh, can we ask what ethnicity you are? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if if he's as uh, uh, if he's down with the kayfabe like I am. They are indeed Floridians. They live in Orlando. Uh, Von Huntington. What could be more embarrassing than what you've already told? Uh, really, the only answer to that is things that I've forgotten. And uh, uh, of that, Eric's probably the only person who's gonna remember. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, so go ahead and send in your emails, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Enough of that. Let's get to the news. Every once in a while, and I'm sure this has happened, but you see a story or you hear about something and the only thing that you can think about is, oh my God, I've thought about this since I was a kid or in school or something like that, right? This is one of those situations. I, I have to tell you. Headline from the Washington Post. Burger King's latest plan, Whoppers delivered to you while sitting in traffic. You're stuck in a sea of standstill traffic when it begins. Hunger pangs. The kind that unleash a steady stream of fast food fantasizing. Oh my God. Fucking alliteration. Of fast food fantasizing. With your grumbling stomach growing louder, your options are limited. You can wait a few hours until the roadways uh, to clear or pull a Michael Douglas in the movie Falling Down, leaving your car idling on the freeway while you set off on foot. Please don't do this. But now Burger King, the global hamburger behemoth, is betting that hungry drivers 
will welcome a third option. A direct-to-driver delivery concept that has been labeled the Traffic Jam Whopper. Using an app developed by the Burger Chain, the initiative, which is being rolled out in Mexico City following a one-month pilot program, allows drivers to order food directly to their car where it is delivered via motorcycle. The video released by the company shows a motorcycle delivery driver weaving through slow-moving traffic before knocking on a customer's window and handing over a bag of food. Mexico City has the worst traffic in the world, according to the latest TomTom Global Traffic Index, says uh, Gloria, uh, Gustavo Loria, the co-founder of the advertising agency We Believers, which developed the concept. People spend up to five hours in their daily commute, meaning that they are not in their houses or offices to order delivery. This was an opportunity for Burger King to generate new revenue out of these hungry drivers. In fact, the traffic jam Whopper increased deliveries by 63% during the month of April at participating restaurants. Okay, here is what I've always thought. When I was on road trips as a kid, I had a vision, all right? That you're on these long stretches, you're a kid, right? You're hungry, all, all you want is, is food. That there would be a big old, like I would, I, I would think of it as kind of like ice cream man size truck, right? And the payment was always fuzzy to me, but now it would be very easy with an app. But you'd pay for food and then you just roll down your window and you'd have like a big PVC pipe tube that would just kind of stick into your window and they would just slide down, you know, whatever, like the the, the, the burgers and fries. Just go boom, boom, boom. I have no idea. Why this has never taken off. Because there's been plenty of times where I've been on road trips as an adult. And hell, you could put it, yeah, you could even put liquid in enough of a of, of, of a container that you would I would love. Oh my God, if I could keep driving and not stop and 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 also just get I guess I mean not maybe not a full meal, right? But a little snackaroo. Oh my god, a little piece of jerky. I mean, dare to dream with these latest revelations. Nugs? Are you telling me nugs are possible? Now, the, the, the only difference is that I never thought about this as a traffic jam thing, right? Because when you're a kid, you don't really think about traffic jams. But road trips... Has nobody else had this thought? Is this somebody else has to have thought of this? Somebody has to be doing now. The, I mean, you you would have to match speed. That was always one of uh, that was always one of my well, you know, one of, one of the, the things you'd have to make sure that you were going about the same speed. But I kind of feel like that's you know, I guess it would be unsafe if somebody deliberately tried to like slam on the brakes. And you would like shatter your tube. 
But then again, you could always just try to, you know, maybe be fun. It'd be like a fun thing. Man, if you were a kid and all of a sudden you're like, Dad, oh, the burger truck is here. And then next thing you know, there's like, it's like a big party on like the burger truck. They're like, yo, bros, we're cooking burgers. And then, uh, uh, you know, maybe there's no tube in this one, but there's like a guy who like can definitely just like sidearm a fucking burger, like right into your, right into your car window. And it's like, any burgers that don't make it into your car are free, bro. Slinging these burger patties, dog. Fuck. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the sidearm action? My shit would be like John Smoltz. Bah! And then I just, like, catch this fucking burger. I'd eat it. God, I'm just thinking this. Why isn't anyone doing this? Email me with answers. Speaking of emails. You can always email the show at jurydaily at gmail.com. And anything that you send for Eric and Carolyn, I'm going to save for them when they record this weekend. But you got to email now. If you want to be on the show next week, they're not going to be answering emails as they go because they're going to batch all their episodes this weekend because, you know, they've got two kids under three and they both work. So... (laughs) And also, by the way, please, somebody needs to email them and just say, how much of a piece of shit is your brother that he gets to traipse off to fucking Italy? Well, not only do you have two kids, you're the only one furthering the goddamn genetic line, but uh, 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 also he needs you to do his fucking job for him, right? Somebody ask them that if they are aware that I'm just a total piece of human garbage. Okay. Uh, Windwalker writes... You have done a lot about Game of Thrones recently, and I've really enjoyed the episodes. I have not watched the latest season, so I'm a little out of touch. I'll watch once the last episode is aired. My thoughts have always been the same. George R.R. Martin is not a great author, and the deaths throughout the series have been added for shock value. If he is asked about uh, when the next book is going to be released, his standard answer is, if anybody asks me again, I'll kill another Stark. The TV series has been great. It's well put together, and it brought fantasy to a mass audience. Season 6 onward was uh, based on George R.R. Martin ideas, as he had not finished the books. I think what I'm trying to point out is that no one has it right. If George R.R. Martin does not even know what he was talking about, how can a fan theory know where it's going? Um, Here's all I'll say. Uh, for everybody who's like, I can't wait for the books. The books will do all of this better. Uh, y'all read Dance of Dragons, right? Right? Like that book? Like you read that book. What was the coolest thing that happened in Dance of Dragons? You know, I'm just, just for the book readers. Right? You know? What's a cool, awesome thing that happened? It's like, what, 600 pages, 700 pages, that book? 
Yeah. You know, um, I think that most of the stuff that was in Dance of Dragons, kind of happy that they uh, that they left out. I didn't see. I did not need to see a three episode arc of Peter Dinklage learning how to somersault. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. That about wraps it up for us today. Uh, I would like to thank our producers, Bill, Dustin, BioCal, Robert H., Brian C., and Trade the Melodic Man, Adam, and Middle-Aged Mike, as well as Harry Lee Smith. You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Justin R. Young. Join our Discord, because that is where we get all of our jury stories, not only for the podcast, but also for our live stream, which you can check out at twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. Our story today about the Burger King delivery in traffic jams was written in by Strike It Ratch. Okay. Friends, until tomorrow, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young asking you to please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. More please. Don't. Don't! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>